city in Los Angeles. The world famous K-Rock. Loveline is meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. On a good night, listener discretion is advised. What did that guy say? I don't know, that music was ripping though. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. That's 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. And now, here's Loveline with your host, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Kroll. That is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew, board-certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. Shane, the porn star, will be in here tonight. Boy, it's really going that way these days. But, you know, if you got to go a direction, Drew, you might as well go the porn direction. You seem to be really uh, delighted with uh, Ron last night. That was like a Tyra Banks will be in here uh, tomorrow night, by the way, Wasn't for it? Uh, Drew. Yeah, it was... Um, like a culmination of sorts. Yeah, I guess... Years of study. It's like a kid growing up in um, New York and uh, watching the Yankees and then spending an evening with uh, right. uh, Yogi Berra or right, something. Right. Uh, maybe Phil Rizzuto. <laughs> you know, it's a, it was a culmination of uh, a life's work for right, me and, right. and, and uh, <laughs> porn rental. Right. You know, it's so funny. It was Ron Jeremy came walking in last night. He's been in the porn business for uh, 20 years. He's made uh, well over a 1,000 movies. And um, he walked in. I've never met the man. He put his hand out and he said, uh, Hey, uh, I've been listening uh, to you for uh, quite some time now, and uh, it's really a pleasure to finally meet you. And I was like, I, my mind, <laughs> like my, I, my mouth was saying, Hey, it's nice to meet you too, but my mind was thinking, We've known each other since I was a junior in high school. <laughs> I mean... It's one thing, you know how when you watch a soap opera and you think you know somebody, right. or you know you get that relationship? Yeah, this has been quite a bond. Imagine seeing a guy blow himself. <laughs> I mean, you really, you, you only, not only think you know him, you think you grew up with him, and, uh, you know, went to, went to camp with him. <sighs> All right, um, I, I have some very sad news to uh, report today. My, uh, my dog, Lotsi, passed away today. What happened? Oh, oh this is horrible. Uh, I took her in to be, uh, now do you say spay or spayed? Like spayed. Yeah. But the procedure is called spay. Spaying, I think. Spay and neutered, but you'd have a dog be spayed. Yeah. Am I right? Uh, Yeah, it sounds, it's funny, yeah. Anyway, brought, uh, I know the girls, I I was going to tell you guys in there, but it was so uh, loud. Um, Oh. Brought the dog in at uh, 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, I was working on this uh, TV thing. Got a call at 1 o'clock. Dog died. On the operating table? Yeah, that's right. What happened? Uh, Reaction of the caliphate? No, no. The dog had a uh, a horrible uh, liver problem. Apparently, uh, according to the uh, vet, the dogs have like five liver sections or something. And Uh. two of this dog's were like um, hamburger meat. From what? Don't know. Uh, he doesn't know. He says he's too. She's too young for cancer, but um, I don't know. He do didn't know. Do we need to be checked out here? I mean, do you need to be? Do I need to be checked out? I mean, I mean, should we be worried about it? I mean, like I got hepatitis or something? Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I went from worried about the dog to worried about me. Really? I don't know. Are worried about the dog exposing you to something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I should look well, into that. Well, the vet needs should to... I go to the vet? Can you have the vet give me a call? I'm serious. The vet? Uh-uh. Tomorrow. All right, Drew. Oh, no, no please. <laughs> the vet took... Okay, but wouldn't the vet be concerned? 
Yeah, but he it doesn't sound like he was very clear with you, or he didn't do any of the work. Well, first off, the all this went through my girlfriend Lynette because yeah. I, I was out all day today, and uh. she was uh, trading calls with him back and forth. She actually went into the office and looked at pictures uh. of the dog's liver today. Oh my god! By the way, I, I don't want to uh, make a joke of this, but it's a bad sign when you take your dog in uh, that morning to get a operation done, and you go back that afternoon to look at pictures of the dog's liver. Uh. Bad sign. Not good. Not good. That means things didn't go quite as planned. But yeah. they took uh, they took the dog's liver. Uh, they gave the dog an autopsy. Uh. This guy's. I don't know if he's uh, you know Quincy uh. or vet, but he 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 felt so badly. He said this has never happened before. Uh. The, the guy was crying on the phone with Lynette. Oh Lynette was crying her eyes out. Oh it God. was a, it was a mess. Uh, oh she God. took the dog just to, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm broken up about it, but, uh, Lynette is, is just a, a oh, mess. Oh my God. Last night was the first night of, uh, puppy class oh. at the doggy training school. She took him? Lynette took the dog because I was working late, got uh, the leash and the choker, uh, showed mm, the papers, right. ran the dog around the Studio City Park there for an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Uh, so that was all, I mean, we're talking... You know, um, 11 hours later yeah. kind of thing. So she's devastated. But the doctor uh, gave the dog an uh, autopsy, found this liver in horrible condition, couldn't figure out uh, why the liver, too young for cancer. Yeah. So uh, sent the liver out to be biopsied. Yeah, good. And uh, won't get the reports back in like a week. Okay. Meanwhile, says uh, too young for cancer. I said maybe the dog like drank some paint thinner or something. I, I got stuff around the house, sure, you know. Sure. Uh, no, didn't think it was that. Thought it was uh, something genetic, and, and nothing could have gone this bad this quickly, according to the doctor. Mm, you gotta That's his the, theory. You got to get me the results. Okay. Wouldn't there be some kind of a symptom? I mean. Was the dog sluggish? Or no. Like liver disease, it's funny. It's hard to know. Like, for instance, if people take a Tylenol overdose, they're totally normal for about three days. And then they just die. They go south real There's fast. There's no pain involved? There's nothing? No, not necessarily. Not Later on there is, yeah. Oh, yeah, as, as the, as the thing the really But if the liver was down. this bad, there was... But maybe it was within a, within a few days of travel. I don't know. I need to... I, we need, so we're so only speculating. Oh, get the, I know. Oh, the little chew right toys. Uh, even the crap lying around the yard is... <laughs> Reminds me of her. Oh, I know. I know. And uh, Dave, uh, the uh, the uh, goon that I employ to work on my house, and I mean goon in a nice way. Oh, he Dave that was this dog's Oh, yeah. I nanny saw them. I saw them. Because Dave would show up my house and take care of the dog all day while Dave was painting the house, and I'd be gone all day. Does he know you? Oh, I told Dave, and let me tell you, Dave's a guy who got tossed out of the military for beating up an officer. Oh. Uh, Dave put a call into the vet. <laughs> uh -oh. There was a disturbing, as the uh, as the vet described it, a disturbing call uh, oh, came in. <laughs> oh, God. my God. Dave uh, threatened a little uh, violence or something. Uh, he was very upset, too. As yeah. Actually, Dave took the dog down to the oh, vet this morning, no. so he, he was... Uh, oh, my God. He was a mess, too. But, you know, the funny thing is, so I was in the middle of work when I found this out, and a few people found out because uh, Lynette had called me, and I wasn't there to get the message mm. and this and that. And women just immediately hug you. And guys have no idea, like, how to react. Mm. It varies from, like, uh, you get the punch in the arm to, uh, like, a pause. And uh, uh, guys are always thinking, you know, uh, okay, here's what you do. 
<laughs> Guys always got a plan. Any plan other than like uh, just uh, sit there and start bawling right. their eyes out and right. start hugging you, right? So here's the plan. Uh, you know, my father-in-law, this happened to him. He backed over uh, the dog. He went out, bought the exact same dog, brought it back that day, named it the same name, and they've totally blocked the whole experience out of their head. That's what you should do. Oh, boy. Uh, then uh, another uh, man, the dog was named after my grandfather that passed away uh, six months ago. And uh, so naturally, the, well, you know, the suggestion of uh, don't name it after someone who just kicked oh, off nice. came up. Guys, are uh, they're very sensitive. They, they just don't know how to react. This does bring all. up an interesting point, though, and that people need to understand. We, we know we talk about surgeries. People want to get a breast enlargement. They want to get a vaginal reconstruction and stuff. I mean, surgeries are very serious. I mean, let's say that this was some complication of surgery, and really the, the, that's just what it was. It really had nothing to do. Maybe it was the, the gas they gave the dog or something. I mean, things happen like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, any time you go down, there's some sort of chance you may not come back. Yeah, and, and people uh, take this stuff very seriously. And oh, I, boy. I, I know if there's a, a article was released today, sort of went into the lay pub press, uh, that suggested that there are hundreds of thousands of deaths attributable to medication every year, or 100,000. And, uh, yeah, medicines are dangerous. Yeah. They're going to cure everybody. They're going to make people healthier. It's going to help people protect them from things that are very dangerous, but not make people healthy if they're already healthy. Another guy suggested that I now uh, go on a campaign to stop people from having their dogs spay or neuter. Oh, jeez. <laughs> call Susan Powder. Yeah, yeah. I'll put an end to this madness. So, anyway, all right. Do I got to have the guy call you and talk about the liver? No, you got to give me the biopsy results. Okay? So. You've got to get me those. Why? Because I could have gotten hepatitis from the dog, or the dog could have gotten hepatitis from me, and I could be harboring something. If I, I don't know how that stuff, if, if that affects dogs the same way, I don't know that for a fact. But uh, uh, if that's what he has, then I'll, yeah, we I'll have bring to check it into it. The, the guys. Why you want to be curious? You could, yeah. I would want to know. It's just well, strange. Lynette saw pictures of part of the dog's uh, healthy part of the liver and the other part, and uh, obviously she's a layman, but she said uh, one looked like hamburger meat, yeah. and the dog was only um, six months old. Uh -huh. So you know, I, I I don't know how much could have gone wrong that fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, who the hell knows? If a dog's six months old, but it's seven years to every one year, then it's like uh, three <laughs> and a half years. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Oh, anyway, very, uh, very trying times. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all right. I'm a little upset. But uh, as soon as uh, Lynette lost it, then uh, I lost it. I and I'm know. sitting at work, you know, with five guys in the room uh, trying to do some comedy. Lynette's on the other phone losing it. Now I'm losing it. Oh. And it's, uh, it's a mess. Anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, you ready sorry. to go? Yeah. All right. Now I got to worry about hepatitis. No, don't let me worry about it. <laughs> Jennifer, how bizarre is that you just have been talking about getting the hepatitis vaccine? Okay, Drew, that's uh, that's enough of that. I don't know that the dog had hepatitis, Ian. Basol, I don't I even know that. if dogs can get hepatitis. I don't the either. guy didn't say hepatitis. Right. They don't drink. Too young for cancer, so I don't know what the liver is. But at one time, the thing knocked over some paint thinner and was rolling around in it. Mm -hmm. And then I started feeling like hell because I thought the thing lapped up some paint thinner and mm -hmm. it destroyed uh, the liver. But the, the doctor said, no, it wasn't, wouldn't have been that. Yeah, we'll see. Jennifer? Hi. What's going on? Sorry, I got a cold. Sound really bad. Um, I had a question. My um, boyfriend is like trying to convince me to have a threesome with one of his um, work friends. A guy? And, yeah, another guy. That's and a I already switch, told. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry? I, I, and, and Drew, just be honest. Uh, is Don't you consider that a, even a little more suspect? Yeah. Like there's a, like there's a, yeah, a well, real I'm reason for that. A more compelling reason for that than just some fantasy. Well, at yeah? first he, he wanted a girl. 
And so he's basically just the whole fact of having a threesome is what arouses him about it. How old is he? He's 26. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, a threesome or an orgy and all that stuff sounds good to everybody, but an orgy with me and eight guys doesn't sound that great. (laughs) Me and eight girls sounds great. You don't want to do this, is that right? I definitely don't want to do it, and I told him. And the discussion. Well, I've tried, but he's still, he's very persistent about it. And I don't... I don't know how to tell him, you know. No, right, well, I mean, I've told him. You know, we're going to talk to him, Jennifer. I've tried. <laughs> no, we are. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Kill me. He'll kill you? He'll kill me. How old is he? He's 26. He can't be too tough. He wants to have a threesome with a guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, how tough can he be? Well, <laughs> true. He's 26. Mm-hmm. You're 18. Mm-hmm. Where's he work? He works for an electronic company. Mm-hmm. And is he is he bisexual? No, he's very very straight. Very straight, but he wants a, another man involved. He basically his reasoning is he wants to see me get satisfied. And right. I've never, I haven't even uh, slept with him yet. Yeah, I wouldn't really use the word satisfied there. You haven't what with him? I haven't even slept with him yet, and that's what was really. Oh, this is diabolical. <laughs> the guy goes right to the threesome. <laughs> exactly. I like that. <laughs> Why haven't you slept with him? Well, we've only been, you know, with each other for about a month. And oh, I, this is all very suspect. No, no, Jennifer, be very slow with this one. Be very careful. Mm. Please. This is not somebody who is a, a month into a relationship seems to have no concern for what you wish out of this relationship. Mm, I'm this, you haven't suspicious. even nailed her yourself. You want to see somebody in uh, shipping uh, nail her? But making her uncomfortable with this business already. Just please, when, when the guy feels, when he feels comfortable, imagine what kind of crap he's going to be uh, all right, let, let me explain my quick philosophy. Uh, people fall into one of two categories. You either, you're either okay or you're flawed. There's a flaw. This guy's flawed. Yeah, you're flawed. Like, um, you know, some diamonds are worth more because they're perfect, and others have big cracks and, and spider webs running through them, and they're flawed, right? Yeah. This, and all I have to hear is a couple of things before I label someone flawed. Oh, yeah. This is flawed. Yep. He's 26. She's 18. Uh, he wants to have a threesome with another guy, although he's very heterosexual, but he's so heterosexual he hasn't slept with her yet. They've only been together a month. He's trying to bring a new penis into the room. Yep. Forget it. You can't explain this kind of stuff away. No. Right? There's a reason. Flawed. Yeah. Flawed, uh, like, a, like a unibody car that gets uh, wrapped around a telephone pole. It's always going to pull a little. It it's something. never going to be right again. Yep, I agree. Something's up with him. Yep. Okay. Be smart and dump him. Sarah. Oh, hi. You're 15. Yeah. Um, and Drew, hold on for just one second. Do you even have to think twice about saying dump him? No. You don't think, I, maybe I should hear his side, maybe no. I should get to know him. Who knows? There's other uh, There's other facets to this man. There's no. other aspects no. to his personality. Get don't out. he? Just flawed. Go, go, go. Flawed. Yep. Okay. Okay. Sarah. Can I talk? Yes. Okay, Dr. Drew? Yes. Right, wait no, a no, minute. I don't want to talk to you. I don't need that yeah, attitude. Sarah, go ahead. Dog passed away today, Sarah. I'm sorry. Does mean anything to you? Uh, I'm, I'm really sorry. Okay, go ahead. What's okay, up? Okay, Dr. Drew? Yeah. I think that you are so incredible. Oh, my God. I think I'm in love with you. You're so hot and you're so smart. I love you. <laughs> okay, Sarah. I think, oh, well, my gosh. Are you going to the HF Festival? Yeah, he is. You are? You are? You? Oh, my goodness. I'll be there, too, Sarah. Okay, that's nice. But, Dr. Drew, <laughs> you're going to be there? You know, I may have hepatitis. Really? I may be dying of the same thing that killed my beloved Lotsie uh, mere hours ago. 
Uh-huh, I'm sorry. Okay. But, but I'm very interested in Dr. Drew. I, I'm, I'm homosexual. Sarah, right, do you uh, hear that? He's, uh, he's really? off the market. Sarah, I've got uh, a wife whom I love very much, and I have three kids, and uh, I well, appreciate your interest. Can in... I touch you? Yes. You can okay. touch him in a very intimate way. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I've had anal sex, Sarah. All right, please, Drew. Right. Enough. You're right, digging so. a ditch here. All right, Sarah, any, any, uh, any other things you want to say to Drew before we let you go? Um, what would you do to Drew... No. If no. Uh, you're in a hot tub with him. It's too foul. Good. Okay. And why the attraction to Drew? Is it is it just the uh, raw masculine good looks, or oh. does it have something to do with that untouchable doctor thing? I don't know. He's just, like, really, really hot, and then he's so smart. But then he's, like, so good to his wife and his kids, you know? Yeah. Oh, he's just, like, perfect. Right. Uh, yeah. I love you, Dr. Drew. Thank All you, right. Sarah. He loves okay. you, too, Sarah. Bye-bye. Right. Good night. Fantastic. See, that's a real turn-on for women, that you're so dedicated. It, it, you're so dedicated to your wife and your kids. That that really sucks them in. Hmm. I mean, it really does. You know it. What, and uh, we've talked about this before. You find me a woman who's uh, been married for 10 years, has three kids, and is known as being very dedicated to her husband, and it doesn't do anything for guys, right. other than uh, they like to put a hit on the guy. Right. And get next to her, but they don't yearn for her. But I think I think our society is changing a little bit, and young people are kind of reflecting that, and people are more open with their desire for that kind of a, a person. Well, when we were kids, uh, that I can't imagine anybody stepping up and saying something like that. Uh, well, part part of it is just, um, I think if every guy was, if every guy is married and dedicated to his kids, then the guys who are out right, uh, getting right, right. drunk and carousing. Maybe become the hot commodity. Right, it's such a novelty in this day and age, yeah. and especially in this city, to have a uh, man who um, uh, has a career on TV and radio and all that being very dedicated to, a, to right, his family. Right. That it's, uh, right. it's novel excitement for the ladies. Plus, uh, you know, you're not, you're not tough on the ice, Drew. I appreciate that. You've always become very uh, communicative and open in, in the face of tragedy. <laughs> bunch of guys socking me in the arm and telling me about their dog dying. That's what guys do. Whenever, if your dog dies, be prepared. There's nobody who hasn't had a dog uh, who's died at yeah. one point or another. Yeah. And uh, now you can add my name to that, that list. Is and it, they'll all tell this, you that story. Was this your first dog? I have, uh, this, is, this is what I was uh, bawling about in uh, my laundry room today. When uh, Lynn, Lynette and I were like a um, couple of... Uh, Oh, it, it was like a uh, Lebanese funeral oh or something. God, I mean, we were, we were, we're wailing out. like oh. banshees down. Oh, I do fine. I'm good. I'm good for a long time. And then uh, Lynette just starts going with the rawhide chew and the big ears. And then uh, I'm a mess now. Then I'm going too, you know. Oh, God. Plus then, uh, leave it to women. My girlfriend gets mad at me for not crying enough. Right. <laughs> so. Is she probably mad at you for working tonight? <sighs> Right. Thought about right? that. I don't know. No, she didn't say anything about that. But uh, she started to get she, mad that I wasn't, uh, you know, that I wasn't crying. So, you know, but uh, what was I saying? I'm balling away and uh, talking about uh, talking about the uh, the dog. And oh, yeah, every every guy just tells you a story about how their dog died. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one guy backed over his dog. And it's like uh, dad got drunk and shot it. And one just died of uh, old age. <laughs> it's funny. You go, oh, okay. This may be your pilot right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel better. Annie. Yeah. You're 23. Yeah. What's going on? Um, my husband and I have been together for six years. And I've always had a very high sex drive. Um, 
on average, we've had sex about four times a week. And I had a baby 14 months ago. And um, since then, I, my, I, I've not wanted to have sex. Was all. it a normal pregnancy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And any complications during delivery? Um, not with this pregnancy, no. I've, I, had a, I was pregnant um, last, like a year before he was born. And I did have a miscarriage. Have you had any mood problems since the pregnancy, delivery? Um, during the first three months of my pregnancy, I cried How about a lot, since, since delivery? No. Mm -mm. Are you on any medication? Um, I'm on birth control. Which one? Triphasal. Well, that's the right treatment. In fact, uh, some people suggest that if you have loss of libido after pregnancy, a triphasic pill like triphasal could help restore it. What's the one that makes you horny? That one? That one, yeah. What's the one that curves your sexual appetite? The, the monophasic ones, the other ones. The so you should try for the horny ones if you can, she, she's right? She's on the horny one, That's yeah. One yeah, I know. I just mean one <laughs> One should. Right. Well, that look, uh, listen, if, if, um, if you weren't on that pill, think where you'd be. You'd, you'd be able to keep uh, beer in your crotch. Is there anything uh, about being a mother now that's problematic? No, no. Are I'm you overworked? Or? Mom. I, I have, my son is great. He's wonderful. Huh. He never cries. I mean, he's perfect. Huh. And my husband is wonderful. Hard for you to imagine that, by the way. He never cries? <laughs> Three-year-old? Well, with all your kids, I can imagine. Uh, I would split my wrist if I had Please. Look, when the dog went today, it's the first thing I thought. No way am I having kids. Yeah. That'd be, that'd that be amazing. A, throw myself in the grave after Isn't they that went. Isn't amazing? Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. You, and then you live you live day to day thinking to yourself, what if something no. should happen? It's just no, horrible. can't yeah. do it. Yeah. I'll live vicariously through you. Okay. Through the kids, uh, not the wife. Yeah. Well, Annie, I don't have any easy solutions for you. Uh, you know, if... Uh, talk to your gynecologist, see if there's any hormonal issues that might be contributing to this. And if it's really beginning to disrupt your, your intimacy with your husband, it's time to get some couples therapy. Have this looked at from a psychological perspective. It may be that you have a mood disorder. Up to a year afterwards, any mood disturbance a year within a year of pregnancy can be considered a postpartum depression, and it can last for a while. Uh, and certainly that can affect your sex drive. So it's possible that the, she sounded kind of down. We didn't get much of a chance to talk about it. And she'd said she'd been crying a little bit during part mm -hmm. of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, All right uh, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back. Uh, Shane, the porn star, is going to be in here. And let me tell you about this, Shane. I, I don't believe I've ever seen her in real life except for uh, tonight. The problem with most porn stars, and Drew, would you just please uh, act like a man for a second and listen to what I'm saying? Porn stars have a certain sort of um, plasticness about them that almost, uh, they, they're, you look into their eyes, they're a little vacant. They wear a little too much makeup, and they look a little too distant. Well, it, it, the ones we've met in here, it's been interesting. You wouldn't expect to see that person, like, on the street or anything. You'd, right. You'd stand out. Like, Ron Jeremy you'd expect right, to see on the right, street. Right, uh, Perhaps uh, holding a sign that said, uh, we'll work for food or something like that. But, Ron, you, you could see on the street. Right. But most of the women, they're, they're, they're glazed over a little bit like a donut, you know? You just, you don't get the feeling for them. But they don't have that sort of cute, perky, girl-next-door kind of uh, chick who sits behind you in, uh, in, in biology class. This Shane, she's got that going on. And that's very, uh, very attractive to me. Perhaps she can pull me out of my funk. Okay. And uh, to answer your question, this was my first dog. That was the, uh. that was the tough part. But uh, anyway, I will not uh, uh, harp any more about that. We'll get on to the pornography all after this. With Adam Garola and Dr. Drew. Yes, indeed, indeed. I miss that John Bobber. It's been uh, it's been a little while. We'll get him back on the show. 
Uh, phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Tyra Banks will be in here tomorrow night. And tonight we have uh, Shane. Now, Shane, how long have you been in the uh, adult uh, feature film business? Six years, going on seven. And uh, we're just talking uh, off the air. Shane's not with a company. You have your own company. This is correct. A, uh, a lot of... Uh, Basically, well, we were talking about it last night. Every night's porn night here on Loveline. And, you know, actually, while I was, uh, um, while my girlfriend was uh, between crying, uh, yelling at me, uh, what porn star are you going to have on tonight uh, in jest? And I said, uh, you know, so, so it was one of these, what porn star are you having on tonight, uh, Shane? Are you having another porn star on? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's going to, it'll be fine. But. Then I'm a married was, porn star. Yes. And I have a monogamous relationship with my husband, so right. she has no worries. <laughs> I'm a happy married porn star. <laughs> well, I was thinking while I was uh, like doing laundry and crying, I thought, uh, hey, uh, yeah, what the hell's going on with this show? Uh, we got porn stars, we got anal sex experts, uh, this and that. And then I thought to myself, wait, wait a minute, that's a show. I mean, it's a sex show, for Christ's sake. It's not a gardening show. And then <laughs> I was okay again. How long have you been married, Shane? Uh, a year, May 3rd. A year May 3rd, and uh, is the guy in the business? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. Would you be all right if he was? Uh, no. You would? No. You'd get jealous? Uh, I wouldn't want to be involved with anyone that was in this business. I tried it. I don't want to do it again. How come nobody wants anybody they know to be in their business or their kid? You know, whenever you uh, hear some celebrity interviewed, and uh, there's some guy, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, uh, pick a guy, uh, um, Charlie Sheen or, or Emilio Estevez, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sheen. Uh, Martin, old Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. Or whoever. And they're always talking about praying that their kids didn't get involved with whatever business, uh, you know, with the acting business. Yeah. And anytime you talk to anybody, they don't, uh, their dads, they never want their kids. Like I was just down at the races two weeks ago, and all these dads, their sons are all racing now, but they never wanted them to do it. Right. Because they know better. Yeah, I guess so. But look at them, they're rich. Uh, they they made it out alive. So what what business is uh, is the hubby in? Um, he is a mu a paid musician. <laughs> and where'd you guys uh, meet? Um, on a blind date. <laughs> really? How funny is that? Yeah, but he knew who you were. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. He well, he kind of did. He knew what I did, but he'd never seen any of my work or anything like that. He didn't really, really know to the extent of really, you know. Yeah. Um, and he's okay he with it. Learned. No, no. No, he's not. <laughs> No, well, I quit doing boy-girl scenes as soon as we started going out. Oh, you did? Yeah. That was quite, quite yeah, a commitment. You started doing uh, just girl-girl stuff? Yeah, and then I eventually quit that, too, because, I don't know. Yeah, you do, uh, just a little unsafe. You do, like, so. girl meal stuff now? Or what, what do you do? <laughs> I do nothing. I direct and produce now. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're not in front of the camera anymore. Well, I'll bop around in front of the camera, but I don't do anything sexual. Mm, bopping with your clothes on? Okay, well, sometimes my clothes are off, but... I don't, um... You don't engage. Do, yes, I don't engage. Right. I don't have contact with anybody. <laughs> okay, so you're just, uh, you're casting them, you're writing, do you write them? No, no, they're not written. They're, um, <laughs> they're very different. I, like, take people on a trip, like, we'll go snowboarding for three days, and it's kind of shot, like, MTV style. Right. We shoot raw. I don't tell anyone, like, who they're doing scenes with, when to do it, where right. to do it. You, know, you mean the Shane's World stuff. Yeah, everyone just does what they want to. So. Right, it's, it's sort of like the, uh, Seymour Butts stuff, right? No, it's nothing like the Seymour Butts. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Right, this is what everyone does. I mean, it's a gonzo line, which is similar. It's <laughs> shot kind of the same way. Yeah, here's but what I'm Seymour saying. Your stuff is more set up than mine. You 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 say uh, you say to uh, Cinderella, hey, you guys sound a little like Metallica or something. Oh no, it's like wait a minute. Uh, your bass, drums, guitar. You guys are all banging away. Everyone's hair screwed up. Have no, you, nothing. Have you seen a Shane's World tape? Yes, I have. And you think they're similar to Seymour? Well, they're they're similar in the sense that they're just shot on the fly. There's no, there's not a storyline. You take a camera, you go out, and you watch people uh, having sex in sort of their natural habitat. But it's not, it's not like this. Um, you're playing the Pharaoh. Uh, <laughs> this is Cleopatra. I, there's nothing better than watching a Cleopatra get nailed on some bad rust-colored shag carpet. You know, it's like, uh, oh, listen, could you just drop the whole historical thing and just get down to the Saxon? I like it better in uh, Shane's type of video, though, because it, it's some. It's like you're you're um, you're peeking in on something that that could have been going on already. It's not like you're, you're turning back the clock and watching Cleopatra's got a got the zigzag man tattooed on her arm. You know, it's like it, it does kind of screw it up a little. All right. So I'm sorry, Shane. Go ahead. So you're next to the camera now or behind the camera. Behind the camera. Right. Yes. Sometimes it, in front. Now I like I host the show kind of like I'm bopping around in front of the camera right. always. And you, you got out of the um, sexing part in front of the camera about a year ago? A year and a half, about, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's all, uh, you were saying off the air, now we had uh, Ron Jeremy, and um, uh, I want to say, uh, I'm thinking of, I'm ruining the wrong, uh, thinking of the wrong porn name, Serenity. There's one name, uh, Charisma. <laughs> That I was thinking of. But anyway, Serenity and uh, Ron Jeremy in here, and they're saying that there was like some kind of big porn meeting and everyone's wearing condoms now? Uh, well, I wouldn't say everybody. But right. um, a lot of the bigger companies have chosen to go condoms only now. And Ron was saying during the break they're going to have a hard time getting Europe to do this. Right. That's you know anything about that? Um, Stinking French? I don't know if they're going to really have that much of a hard time. I don't know. Time will tell. We'll see. It's right. all like such a new thing. That but it's all condoms for you. Yeah. My, okay. We went all condoms. But not on the oral yeah. stuff. No, not on the oral. Okay. Thank okay. God. This thank God we've not come to that, that day. The chances of contracting anything orally, your percentage is a significant difference rather than having unprotected vaginal or anal Far sex. Been out. Anal sex, yes. Yeah, a lot different. Oh, yeah. You ever do any backdoor stuff in your day? Uh, Handful? Every now and then. Yeah. Well, who doesn't dabble? <laughs> Even Drew dabbles a little in the backdoor. <laughs> The, the, I don't even like backdoor movies except for the title. You, you, you bang us your anus and uh, <laughs> please use the backdoor. So it's going. Uh, Rose 15. Yeah. Um, I had a question about like um, the like the morning pills that you take. The after. morning after pill. Yeah. Right. Like, like what are those? Birth control pill. You just double up on, the, on particular pills or quadruple up depending on which pill it is. And you take it for a couple of days. You have to start it within 72 hours of the contact. And it's very effective. Like what? What, what? percentage? Yeah. 75%. Okay. 100% more than doing nothing. Okay. Why? What What's happened? What's the deal, Rose? Um, no, nothing. But I just, I just wanted to know. Okay. All right. And most of our listeners sound like they're either... Um, 
on they're, they're like they're reading the ingredients on a cereal box while they're talking to us. Right. Or they're doing one of the games in the back. Right? Yeah, this must I've now finally realized what my mom hears when I talk to her. <laughs> hey, uh, Adam, um uh you coming out to dinner uh this Friday? Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's pathetic. Hey, uh, have you ever heard, Shane, you ever heard of a movie called Rex Kobo, Mr. Elastic Scrotum? Oh, my God. Uh, no. What the hell is that? I don't know. I read that porn title once, and it <laughs> stuck in my head. I said, this is the greatest goddamn title I've ever heard in my life. God. I've never seen this, but uh, 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 better than, uh, you know, Bobby Hollander's porn bloopers. Uh. Rex Kobo, Mr. Elastic Scrotum. Uh. Better than you bang us, Uranus. Denise. Hi. You're 34. Yep. What's going on? I want to on? give my condolences to you and Lynette about Lotsy. Oh, I thank you. And um, I was wondering, Shane, have you ever heard of the squirters, girls that squirt? Uh, yes, I have. Um, <laughs> is that real? I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> what is it and how do they do it? Can somebody learn how to do it? Or? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I do a little segment in volume two. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, really? You know, I think it, if you just find a certain spot, I believe that's what it is. Um, and you're pretty much relaxed and not holding back at all. <laughs> What's squirting out of there? Uh, that's what I, I want. Now, that's know. where people get a little confused. Like, a lot of people think that somebody's actually urinating, but, mm -hmm. um, but they're not. No, it's, it's like some sort of gland. Hey, do you have glands in your vagina? Oh, yeah, lots of them. Okay. You do? I glands. so much stuff. You're like, where do you hold on? Listen, <laughs> I remember when I was in junior high... Do you ever wonder if people do the same crap, if everyone does the same crap at 13 as everyone ever did at 13, or if there was just weird crap that went down when you were 13? Just weird in the 70s? Somebody figured out something they called, uh, it was called like licking, I think they called it. You take your tongue, the hell are you and about? you you take your tongue, you sort of stick it out a little, and you roll it up as if you're trying to touch your upper lip with it. You go, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. and this little spray comes out from oh, right. underneath... Well, yeah. Yeah, that's your... your the gleek. I call it... Uh, we call it glicking. Your sublingual glands will... Right, like once in a while when you get pissed off and you're yelling at someone, all of a sudden yeah. this uh, crap comes... You yawn and some crap comes flying out of your mouth Are and you it's like a, your snake man or something. Well, it's... But kids taught themselves to do that yeah, and the, the bastards squirting. would sit behind you and do it on the back of your neck in yeah. history class. That's yeah. so great. Do they but, still do that, you think? Or is that just a bunch of retarded 70s kids? I have I a friend to. that did that to me just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you could do it on command, like... Uh, just that's what flying. I love about this porn industry. So, is the <laughs> vagina can the vagina glick? Kind of. Uh, it's uh, some can, some can't. Not everybody can, as I understand it. And sometimes it is urine. There is such a thing as orgasmic incontinence. Yeah, but, but you the can't majority shoot, of times, you can't shoot that. The majority of the time, it it is the the various glands around the area responding to muscular contractions. You couldn't shoot urine. How come kids can shoot urine? How come babies can just pee like fountains? Because the bladder tone is substantially better than say yours. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. no, my bladder's just... My, my, I mean, the prostate's swollen. There's a little resistance there to flow. My bladder's like an old Boda bag that's the, been... Uh, the neck has <laughs> dropped down a little bit. The tone is down. Wait, like a uh, Boda bag that's been on one too many camping trips or something? You're supposed to be pepping them up tonight. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, the bladder's gone. Uh, what is it? The liver's gone. I'm, um, my body is uh, riddled with hepatitis. Okay. We'll be back uh, with Shane. Shane, did you bring anything in with you? Um, Could you go out to the car and search? <laughs> you know, the beauty of porn stars is there's something rolling around that trunk. <laughs> I don't care if you got to come out uh, back here with a uh, penis-shaped flare. I want you to go to the car and find something. All right. Can you I do that? I don't have my car here, but... Ooh, uh... But there's something floating around your car, isn't there? 
Um, like Drew has a bunch of like sample so. meds and a, and some uh, Upjohn literature. I mean, I whatever you do for videos. a living, there's w something floating around. You usually carry few. I carry videos in case I get pulled over for a traffic ticket. Yeah. But uh, my husband usually cleans them out of the car because he doesn't want me going around giving out my movies to cops. This is a <laughs> this is a, a match made in heaven. All right, we'll go to break. From uh, Shane's world, what a uh, entrepreneur this uh, young lady is moving from uh, in front of the camera to uh, behind the camera from in front of guys to behind guys to having guys uh, behind her and then uh, now next to the camera and occasionally mincing around nude in front of the camera but no longer uh, partaking in um, the sexual antics and it, but if she did she'd put a condom on yeah, if I were doing scenes, I would definitely be wearing a condom, but I'm not doing scenes anymore. All right, so where are you from, Shane? <laughs> Drew has a theory that I uh, subscribe to to some degree, that everyone in porn had um, hates their dad. Oh, my God, I love my dad. He's the best. No, I say hate the dad, necessarily. I have a very good relationship with my really? father. Very open, very... Oh, yes. Hippie dad? No. That could be it. No. Mm -mm. My dad's always been a very hard... Hard worker. Uh huh. He's not a hippie. And where? Uh, where? Down hippies are people that smoke dope. He's like very. Where are you from? Uh, here, L.A. Really? Raised. Really? What part? Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Right on the border of Hawthorne and Manhattan Beach. That's beautiful country over there. Manhattan Beach is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Hawthorne's know. not so great anymore. Yeah, though. that's tough. But uh, Manhattan Beach is nice. See, see what a good host does. Right on the uh, Hawthorne and Manhattan. Manhattan Beach is a beautiful area. See that? <laughs> Bridge. The beach is always half full. Uh, and, and you grew up out here, and you, how did you get into the industry? Um, that would be from Seymour. Ah, that's right. Yes. See, Seymour's a guy who, um, he just runs around with the camera, and uh, he makes a lot of these movies. But he, he did the big boob one, which I really enjoyed. That's the one I saw it once. I didn't see that one. I well, don't watch his stuff. You know, to each your own. But uh, <laughs> I enjoyed that one. But anyway, uh, Shane and Seymour, I guess, used to be an item, but they're not anymore, and she's doing her own thing. But he, how did he get you into the business? Um, I actually kind of, it was my own little idea. <laughs> well, either he got you in or you got you it. in. You know, I didn't, it's not like I entered it going, oh, I want to be a well, porn what, star. How old were you? Um, God, that's a good question. 21, 22, something like that. You know how old you were, please. You're I just trying like to do 22. the math. Okay, so 22. What were you doing before that? Um, well, stripping, bachelor parties. Mm -hmm. So you're doing some... Modeling. Right. Before that, I taught gymnastics to preschoolers. Yeah, you look like a gymnast. <laughs> I used to be. She's certainly right, not anymore. <laughs> right out of a, uh, a tampon commercial, this Shane. That's what I like about it. She's perky. Oh, my God. She's tight. I see Engineer Mike over there. He's uh, he's uh, licking his uh, chops like a coyote outside of a chicken coop. I I think he's... Uh, let's see, which Shane video should I watch tonight? <laughs> Mike, do you have a Shane video uh, floating around the um, the the uh, wolf's lair there somewhere? Uh, Shane, Shane didn't drive her uh, car. She didn't have her porn with her. All right, so you got it. I'll in. join you in looking for one tonight. <clears throat> you were... Uh, <laughs> I'll send you guys some in the mail. You... Uh, Shane, you were uh, you started doing the uh, bachelor parties. You started you, you got into the stripping, then you went to the the porn. You got it right, and uh, you did that for a few years, and uh, now you're uh, next to the camera. And and what do you think? Well, what if your daughter 
your uh, potential daughter wanted to get in this? Do you think it's a good business, a horrible business? You know, a couple of years ago, if somebody would have asked me that, I would have told them, as, as long as I had a very good and close relationship with my daughter and I understood her intentions of getting in and thought it would, wouldn't be like a harmful thing for mm -hmm. her, um, then I probably would be kind of open to it. But nowadays with HIV and all that stuff, no way. No, right. I would never want my daughter or my little sisters or any of their friends or anybody. No, it's, it's not like the uh, good old days where they just had crabs, gonorrhea, and the mob and heroin. But don't you think it's... <laughs> it's dangerous now, Drew. Do you understand? Well, I understand. Okay. That it supports psychological... Oh, don't be kind, Drew. Well, I don't want to be pejorative about it, but but sort of sort of elements in your psyche that maybe are not the healthiest parts, and it allows them to sort of be reinforced. You know what I'm saying? Let me yeah. see. Like, Let me I tell mean, what you're you, saying. When, when you needed, when you time to get healthier, you changed. You made all kinds of changes and moved in a direction that I imagine you think is positive. Wouldn't therapy be better than acting out? Is what Drew is saying. <laughs> I've had plenty of therapy. Oh, you have. <laughs> That's why you're next to the camera now. And why'd you have? I thought you loved your dad. What happened to you? Anything weird? Uh, well, I didn't even really meet my dad until I was in junior high. Okay, but that that has profound impact on you. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm not saying that it didn't, but I mean, why my relationship you... with him now, like, is, right. is awesome. Well, why didn't you uh, Why didn't you meet your dad? Because uh, my mother kept him away from me. Uh, mm. See, there's always a little. Um, it, it's always a little something here. They were very young when they were married. My theory is one of my sort of a simplistic way of of uh, summarizing my theory is that. Women, young ladies, girls, get traumatized and feel powerless in their relation to male figures. Completely powerless and annihilated. In their adult life, they want to fight against that, that powerless feeling, and they find a way to do it like this. Stripping, things like that. Emily. Yes, that's probably true. Hi. You're 18. Yes, I am. Adam, I'm really sorry about your dog. Why, thank you. That's, that's just a horrible situation to be in. Hmm. But I have, a, I have a question for Dr. Drew. Mm -hmm. Dr. Drew... I um, am wondering if I could possibly have an STD. I have, I'm, I'm a virgin, and I've never really been in contact with male genitalia or anything like that. But at the same time, on the outside of my genitalia, I have, um, they sort of seem like zits. Um, they're like, they're sores. They're in, not on the genitalia, but maybe in the skin part? Right, in the skin Those part. Those are normal. You, you can't... They, they, they are, they're called sexually transmitted disease because they have to be transmitted sexually. Okay. If you aren't having sex, you're not getting a sexually transmitted disease okay. as a general principle. So it's just... But it's those, little, those, are in, those are basically uh, f in, infected hair follicles, folliculitis. Do you shave? No, actually, I don't. Yeah, why bother shaving if you're a virgin? You <laughs> look like Dan Haggerty down there. It doesn't matter. Is there, is there anything... Is there anything to do about it, or is that just a normal... Keep things real clean, maybe some Fizohex, some antibacterial soaps, hot compresses. A little Oxy-10. I'll tell you, Oxy-10 works on everything. really does. That's it, medicine? Excellent stuff. Do you want to give Wait. us your... Want to give hold us on a second. I want to find out why... Or I want to hear your other, your other benzoyl peroxide story. And hold on a second. Oh, you mean with the uh, uh, Bondo? Yeah. Okay, that's a good story. Hey, uh, Emily. Yeah. When are you going to lose your virginity? Um, I'm hoping when I get married. Oh, okay. You're a religious girl? Um, yeah, actually, I was I was raised in a very re religious environment. I attended church school up through my freshman year in high school. Good. Fantastic. Thank you. Hang on to that hymen. All right, I will. All right. God bless you. Bondo. I argue with that. Um, 
<clears throat> when I was uh, 19, I was uh, working on my car with that uh, Bondo, which is basically the uh, plastic filler that uh, fender shops use. Uh, you know, when you get a dent in this ding or big gouge inside your car, they pull out, what they bang out what they can bang out, and then what they can't bang out, they fill with this putty. Anyway, the way Bondo works is it has a big can of stuff that's perpetually uh, gooey, but you add this catalyst to it, this orange catalyst that comes in a tube. It's a drying catalyst, and you mix that up, and once you mix the catalyst with the gooey stuff, you got about five minutes before the thing dries rock hard. I was reading the side of the catalyst um, <clears throat> tube, and it said 80% uh, benzoyl peroxide which is, uh, you know, clear cells like 5% or 10% benzoyl peroxide. So I thought, hey, this uh, crap's going to be about 10 times better than uh, clear cell is, you know, 19, I got a zit. I'll put some of this Bondo <laughs> catalyst on my zit. Well, this crap is like, uh, it's, it's like rust red uh, color. It's a weird, funky-ass color. And uh, anyway, basically burnt a hole in my forehead with this stuff, and I was walking around with Bondo uh, on my forehead. But I'll tell you, that's what dries it. That's what the drying uh, catalyst is. All right, so you see what you learn on this show, folks? You learn about hepatitis. You learn about Bondo. You learn about uh, pornography and um, how their uh, immediate family <laughs> can affect that. All right, uh, Shane is here. Shane is um, the uh, director of uh, Shane's World. She's a uh, porn star, entrepreneur, and uh, thrill seeker. And we'll be back. Shane is here. She's a, um, well, she used to be a uh, adult movie actress, and uh, now her uh, husband gets pissed off, so she moved uh, behind the camera. He does not get pissed off. Yes, yeah, he's very jealous. Come on, don't make him Shane's like World <laughs> are the name of the uh, productions, and uh, I'll tell you what, we got to go to a 10-second break here. We'll come right back, and we'll get to the bottom of uh, some stuff that has to do with uh, Shane's husband. In 10. This is Loveline on Radio Station. We are OQFM, Pasadena, Los Angeles. The world-famous K-Rock. It is Loveline. I'm Adam Carolla. That would be Dr. Drew if he was uh, doing his effing job, although um, he's not, even though we get paid the same amount. Shane is here tonight. Shane of uh, Shane's World. She's, how many movies? Um, how many movies were you in before you began? How many of you have had sex in, A number one? Oh, God, I have no idea. I haven't done that many movies. I think I probably did about maybe 15, 15. With, uh, with the other. And um, I've done, well, I have 12 See that are out bots? of my own right uh, now. Movies, right. Yeah, that's the other. Right. Anyways, uh, right. I have 12 out of my own. Uh, listen, shot. Shane, I, I know um, you didn't have the greatest relationship with uh, Seymour Butts and, and so on and so forth. but And there may be a little bad blood, but... Understand when you marry a guy named uh, Seymour Butts, his name Seymour Butts. I would say um, I'm giving it six months, and uh, somebody's somebody's going to lose an eye. <laughs> so, I well, mean, you didn't do too badly. You? You're not that bitter for someone who was with a guy named Seymour Butts, who's a porn director. It could have been worse. That's all I'm saying. It could always be worse. All right, but you, you're past that now. So past that. You've moved on. Whole so you, new life. You, you did a few movies uh, with Seymour. Yep. And then you basically started your own your own deal. This doing I Shane's did. World. Yes. And Quite yet, a liberating only experience. Only because he told me I'd never be able to do it. Oh, that <laughs> bastard! You see now, Seymour. <laughs> 
I do. I you know, like I said, not a big Seymour Butts fans, but fan, but did enjoy the uh, Seymour Butts uh, big boob fast he had. Uh, one all natural. No, there wasn't any implants in there. Very oh, attractive. Yeah, sure. I swear to God, believe me, I know. Uh-huh. I know. Okay. All right. So um, Shane's uh, husband is in a band called the uh, Orgy. <laughs> You believe me. How she, appropriate. she was talking about having kids uh, during the break to Drew uh, during uh, 10 minutes ago. Uh, they would be taken away immediately in helicopters. <laughs> uh, husband, uh, occupation, uh, band member, uh, name band, orgy. Uh, you, you have a sexual mind. You have a very dirty mind. They you don't got, mean an orgy like a sexual orgy. It's an orgy of music. It's a bunch of different sounds. And orgy. That is, that the, is the, where the, the band name stems from. Name is orgy, and uh, you are directing. You used to be married. Married to a guy named Seymour Butt. I was never married to him. Uh, used to, uh, you, you, he, you were his concubine. I would have the kids removed immediately. That's that's all I'm saying. If I was in charge, thank God we have uh, almost no standards. Hey Drew, uh, I think so. I'm going to take that thing and throw it in a pot, uh, a lobster pot. Do you hear me? Yeah, I would be actually delighted. But well, Drew, go put the thing out of the room. Drew's pagers uh, gone gone haywire here. I was gonna say you guys better say what you're talking about here. <laughs> yeah, you, you know Shane is uh, Shane is a, a a porn director for Christ's sake. She knows more about radio than Drew. Drew, seriously, yeah. would you shut your mic off? Okay, thank you. There Mike, shut oh, it off. All right, uh, Shane. So um, your husband's in a band named uh, Orgy, and Shane said during the break that he's a drummer. And that he sweats a lot, and she likes, uh, she, she sees um, scent as an aphrodisiac, right? Yes, this is true. <laughs> so what, what was my response to that? Uh, well, <clears throat> that wasn't the kind of scent I was talking about. Right, but I said you'd, you'd love me because I break wind a lot. Yes. And then uh, Shane is really... I've never heard my husband break wind. He has never done that in front of me. <laughs> I find that amazing. You're in a band called Orgy. He's you're, respectful. <laughs> your wife uh, directs porn movies, yet uh, you're too discreet to break wind. For Christ's sake. And let me tell you something, guys. You have to break wind in the first three to four months of a relationship. Otherwise, you get past that threshold and you're screwed now. Once you've established yourself as a guy who doesn't fart, you're aft. And that F don't stand for fart. You know what I'm saying? You go two years without farting, you got to go 200 years without farting. Adam, I want you to imagine that. Yeah. You'd explode. Yeah, I don't, if I, if I don't break wind, like every 45 minutes, uh, Lynette thinks something's up. I don't say he she doesn't worries. do it. You're I say he doesn't affair. do it in front of me. <laughs> fair. You're wasting all your gas on someone else. <laughs> is she younger? Is she more porous? Where does she find out it's Jimmy that you that you use it all up on? Is her nose bigger than mine? So, um, all right. So he's got to start breaking wind in front of you. How would you react to that? I would laugh. I'm sure if he did, it would be an accident. I want you to understand okay. something, Adam. For each of the last seven shows, you've hmm. dragged our guests into your fart humor. Is this mm -hmm. true? I prefer to think of it as my fart cloud that I've dragged well, into. Well, the cloud has emerged each and every night. Right. And, and, and he's established the quality of the guests by the, their ability to respond favorably. Wait till we get Tyra well, Banks you know in here talking about farting tomorrow night. Every 45 minutes he mentioned he has to do this. And we're still here for about another hour. And we've right. been in here a little Don't worry. bit. Does that Don't. mean any minute now? Uh, <laughs> he's probably slipped a few through already. <laughs> There's some you know math here. That's going to be one. <clears throat> he coughs. Yeah, uh, that means I'm farting. Uh <laughs> I've done some math. That means I, I'm going to let 1.3 farts in the uh, next hour you're here. <laughs> All right, Drew, you ready to uh, rock and roll oh, here? here? Joel. Uh, yeah. You're 18. 
Yes. What's going uh, on there? Okay. I've been going out with my girlfriend now for about mm, two years. We became sexually active about three months ago. And two nights ago when we were having sex, she started to call out her ex-boyfriend's name. Haven't had one of these in a few months. You notice that, Drew? No. Yeah. And I don't know if I should, like, confront her about it. She, she was unaware of it? I don't know. That's a thing. But she didn't, she didn't seem to, she didn't go oops and put her hand over her mouth? No, she just sort of like, she was just sort of like going with it because we're like, maybe about halfway through it. Mm-hmm. And she was, she called me Jimmy and I was like. Hey, wait a minute, that's my boyfriend's name. <laughs> Said, uh, oh, it wasn't Seymour. And uh, your name is not Jimmy? No. Is it Joel? Yes. Well, it's a little close. Did you ask her? I was like... Did you ask her about this? I didn't really say anything, because I don't know if it was like an accident. I understand, but so you, haven't, you didn't bring it up at all? No, I was like... All right, well, we don't, know, we don't know what's going on. And, and by the way, though... Listen, I mean, I talk on the radio for a living. I, I, I screw up words, words uh, yeah. every, every fifth yeah. word. Yeah. It, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's right. just... Uh, and especially when you're at the height of ecstasy... Yeah. This like, is where the pet names come in handy. Right, that's you why just you just get to say baby, baby. You go like, with pumpkin. You don't have to remember a name, just go, a pet name. Right, you go with Pookie, and even if you called your last 15 girlfriends Pookie, it doesn't matter. I don't know it. You're having an orgasm, you yell Pookie. Or monkey nipples. That's my favorite. But yeah, if I had a girlfriend uh, named uh, Gina, and uh, my new girlfriend's name was Jenny, and I had a couple of beers and I was going... And, I, you, would, I, and you would say Jimmy. And I would yell Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, thank, you. thank you. That's my gay lover's name. Little inside comedy here. All right, so again, what did we learn? Uh, Pookie or uh, monkey nipples? Anthony. Hi. Um, I have a uh, question. I'm um, diabetic. Mm-hmm. And uh, every once in a while I'll smoke marijuana, and I've noticed when I do, my blood sugar will dip to like um, lower levels. You know, It like, raises your insulin levels, interestingly. Uh, and, you know, type 1 diabetics usually don't have much capacity for insulin production, so it's right. kind of interesting. What is your insulin levels? Is that the opposite of your blood? Well, what it is... I mean, not blood, I mean sugar. Yes, like the insulin goes up, sugar goes down. Insulin, sugar goes up, insulin goes down? Well, no, no, no. It, insulin drives sugar down. Yeah, insulin, like, allows the, the sugar in your blood to be used for energy. By cells, right. And, but... Uh, if and the so sugar goes up, the insulin doesn't go down. No, insulin will go up in response to increasing blood sugars. But yeah, if you're a diabetic, you can't do that. Diabetic, then if their sugar went up, then their body would produce insulin. Exactly. exactly. What's insulin um, made of? A peptide. Oh, proteins. peptide? Oh, sure. It has a bunch of texture. Shane was about to jump in there with the peptide oh, yeah. and the proteins. But, and so is that why like, like people like get the munchies, too? Because Yes, absolutely. That is why. Their insulin levels go up, blood sugar drops. So that, I, and um, you tend to watch really bad television, in which case you start getting really bored, and then you need something now, to do. Now, Anthony, uh, two things. One is you're obviously very well informed about your disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, uh, I, I got it about uh, about two years ago, and I learned as much as I It's 16. About it. You'd be amazed how how unusual that is. That Yeah, my doctor tells me about that. Yeah, the most adolescents reject the notion. They, they can't deal with this. They get yeah. steeped in denial and they stop taking their insulin. They go into ketoacidosis. They have all kinds of problems. Right. Yeah, but, I don't think I have perfect control. I mean, I do have my highs every once in a while. Have you I tried have, the new uh, Humalog? I'm on Humalog, yeah. That's, That's great stuff. Ketoacidosis, is that that, um, that uh, gay club run by those Orientals? No. Uh, 
No. no? But this Humalog, Humalog is ultra short acting insulin. You can take it before every meal, and it really mimics normal physiology. Do you have to message. shoot it into you, though? Yeah, subcutaneously, yeah. sure. And but I it, but it, and I use the ultra lens. You got to do it in a parking garage. I've been using that Humalog lately, and just fan. I can't believe the result. You know what I love about Drew? I can just hear there make uh, corny pun jokes all night long, and he'll just he'll just steamroll uh, right right through them. Um, well, but, a problem thank with Humalog you. I've noticed is that. Sometimes, like the, the carbohydrates that I eat, will outlast the effects of it. Oh, really? Interesting. That's and I'll interesting. like sometimes find myself like if I eat like you know. So your sugar will jump up two hours later. Well, right, yeah. And if I you know eat a meal with like lots of carbs in it, the insulin will not you know out, interesting you know last thing. So I'll find myself like taking maybe. Right. But let me add one quick point. Like, an hour a after I eat, Anthony, I I, like, it's fascinating to you and me. But Adam has got his finger poised over the the <laughs> dump button here. But look, here's the point I want to make to you: is that you know that diabetes is a vasculopathy. It's it's the, the elevated blood sugar causes disturbances sure. of the vascular system, particularly the small vessels. Smoking cigarettes obviously contributes to that. We think pot may. So be careful. Shane's nodding over there. She knows the disease well. I know. Hey, unless you make porn movies, uh, some people uh, study uh, vasculopathy. Uh, if I had diabetes, uh, here'd my be my prediction. Oh, I get diabetes. Dead, uh, my right leg gone yeah. in the first week. Yeah. Uh, left leg amputated second week, and uh, start making funeral arrangements. Start picking Adam, out caskets. Uh, third week. I want you to think week. about the fact you'd have to check. You have to stick your finger, put a machine, check the blood, clean it specially. Three or four times a day. Plus, what? drop insulin, inject. So you can't walk. I can't floss. You can't Are wash you your kidding? hands. Floss. I can't, can't wash my hair. I can't shower. Right. I can't trim my toenails. You can't change your clothes. <laughs> yeah. But he can pass wind every 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. clockwork. <laughs> Maybe you could connect it, that somehow to the... change my clothes. <laughs> Drew, just because you see me wearing the same pair of sweatpants every night on this show does not give you the right to say I can't change my clothes. And you tell us you sleep in the clothes that you wear here. It's cold. You understand? Thus, I conclude you don't change your clothes. All right. All right, smart guy. That's all right. Don't worry. I doesn't think I'm some other pet that could die tomorrow, so you could have a better time with me. Jim, you're 29. Yeah, um, I've been uh, having, well, since ever since I can remember, every now and again, like sometimes it's two years in between, sometimes it's every three or four months, I go into a real deep depression, and I'm getting ready to go see a social worker and I wanted to ask Dr. Drew if he saw a benefit in possibly going and seeing a psychologist or a psych what what's the Some social is? workers are very well trained as therapists. Okay. And it's it's hard to know the quality of the training just based on the degree in social work. You need to make sure this is a referral from somebody whom you can trust. But some of them are very well trained. Now, if the social worker sees a more serious psychiatric condition, then you need to see a psychiatrist to help manage the biology. Okay. That's how you get the medication. But, you know, go with whoever's cheapest first. No, 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 no. Oh, yes. I, I, you know, Start cheap, and then you work your way up. No. Hey, how much is a shrink these days? I don't know. Depends on... I mean, Medicare pays 25 bucks. So, hey, i got to see if my shrink is uh, covered by something, don't I? Mm-hmm. All right, got to look into that. I think people, for the most part, the ability of a, of a therapist to even stay in business is going to require that they just go to cash business and the people are going to have to just pay for that therapy the way you used to when you're a carpet cleaner or a construction worker if they want to avail themselves of that. What do you mean? You mean they can't... Uh, it's like a, a, a therapist can't even keep their office open on what insurance companies pay them. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's kind of recalculous. Right. And then and the insurance companies give you a list of the crampy therapists they want right. you to... Uh, right. And, and plus these guys, uh, it's like a therapy and upholstery. <laughs> that, that, and, they'll, and, they'll give, and they'll give you three visits. 
Like, like they're yeah. going to cure a lifetime hey, of dysfunction. Listen, nut job, you better be cured in three visits. Um, I know your uh, dad uh, chained you the radiator and um, uh, sodomized you in a ritualistic fashion. Um, so we're giving you four? Yeah, right. That's about the way it gets, huh? <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, listen. I need some calls that have to do with, like, uh, large breasts or something here, Drew, please. I need to drown my sorrows in pornography. You don't even know what that call is. I saw the beginning of it. Hey, Don? Yes, hi. You're you're 28. Yes. You're on with the uh, fabulous Shane. Hi, Dr. Drew. I am. I'm a little nervous. All right. Uh, First-time caller. Um, First of all, I just want to say I love you both. Um, You've helped me a lot through a lot of different things. Um, Adam, all your analogies to everything are hilarious. Thank and you. I listen to you every night. My husband and I have a delivery business, and I drive all the time. So, What do you like, deliver? Um, MRI films, you know, x-rays and stuff to a hospital. Really? I used to work for that, and then we just started doing it as a business. But anyways, my question is, my um, kids are eight and five. Now, my son's always been the type who listen. You tell him, don't touch something he didn't. Then my daughter comes along, and she does everything to push her buttons. And when she was about two, she really started, I mean, talking back with a mouth to me and stuff. And my parents make me, as I was growing up, actually, my dad didn't sleep, <clears throat> but it wasn't real bad. I mean, we weren't he like... He did what? He, he had spanked us. wasn't know? bad. My dad did, yeah. Yeah. But I felt like, well, I, I turned out pretty okay, I thought. And um, so I started threatening my daughter with, if you don't listen, I'm going to spank you. I tried timeouts, put her in a room, she'd come out tell her not to do something she kept doing it you better get a book called uh time out for toddlers and hit her with it because with because it, yeah. uh this coming out of a timeout uh means you don't know how to do a timeout okay well actually this was a while ago i've, I've gotten a lot better at it i talked what, what's people. timeouts like a hockey penalty however old they are like so when she was two she got two minutes yeah but they have however to old they the, are yeah the number of minutes of their age of their age now she's five so she gets so five, she minutes. Got five, five minutes, minutes. And, right. they, and they have to do that there. stand on my head but then they have to be at least I a minute of calm down and not crying too right. oh really or they don't and come what out. happens if, if they, they, come, well, they come what's out? coming out How, what if they just spin out and they're not doing it then what do you mean come out you lock them in the room if you have to well, my daughter... Jesus Christ, I'm 33. I wish someone would give me a timeout. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm going to masturbate and nap. Uh, <laughs> they come, uh, Adam, uh, it's been five... Hey, could you give me another 33 minutes here, please? Get get this book, Time Out for Toddlers. I swear to you, it will, it will change everything. Okay, and it, well, and it, it completely eliminates the need for physical violence of any type. Right. And it's so much more effective. Understand, anybody that works with children... You worked with kids. Mm-hmm. People that work with children knows that punishment... You cast some kids in your porn movies? Wait a minute, Adam's hanging oh, out. She was she was a gymnastics instructor for. Oh, for that's years. right. Jeez, I gotta hear about that. Yeah, right. hurry up, Dr. All right, that that punishment, that abuse and punishment, escalates the behaviors. It may stop them immediately. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a life-threatening situation, you must stop the behavior. Yes, then you can strike a child, but expect there'll be a reaction to that. Anyone that knows about human behavior will tell you that the way to shape human behavior is to withdraw a positive, withdraw, take away something that they want to be doing or want to have. And taking them out of their environment, putting them alone somewhere, is a, is a negative conditioning pattern. Yeah. It's taking them away from the things they want to be doing. Yeah, I just heard that report, too. They just said on the uh, AM radio the other day, uh, you smack kids around and they get to antisocial Absolutely. and they're violent and all that Tremendous stuff. Tremendous evidence for All this. right. How, how good a gymnast were you, Shane? Um... Not that great. I mean, I was all right. Oh, I like the listen, balance. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not going to set up a pommel horse. You can't lie a little bit for the radio. <laughs> I was the best. I That's I more gone like to the it. Olympics. Yeah, hadn't <laughs> hadn't been for that injury, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah I really thrashed my, my knee. Yeah, good. <laughs> She's a vamper, this one. She can scat. Uh, but you can do, you're very flexible, right? Mm-hmm. And you taught kids how to do, um, um, I was to say pornography, uh, gymna- gymnastics. That is horrible. Would you please? I swear to God, it flew out of my mouth. Yeah, sometimes my job's a little difficult. You are making. Like, oh please, you love your job. You you you're making you're laughing all the way to the bank. You you talk kids like what five year olds, six year olds? How to do this? Uh, stuff? Two year olds through third graders. Oh, you think any of the uh, like the parents uh, rent a naughty movie oh, on the God, weekend, I got home and go, oh my God, Isn't oh. that the gymnastics teacher? That's what I was gymnastics. None of the kids could say gymnastics. They say banastics? Banastics, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for snack break, they all have Jananas. All right. True, I'm trying to put a little humor in the show. <laughs> you know, I got to kill 10 hours uh, a week, ladies and gentlemen. It's, uh, it's not like I You're just go do time. some. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, wise ass. I can't hear you guys. I can't hear. You can't hear? Hello? Melissa? Yeah? What's happening? Oh, well, okay. I just want to say, first of all, that I love your guys' show. That's right. Uh-huh. No, seriously. And um, It's good when you say that. It makes Adam feel better tonight. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay, well, um, this question is for my sister. Um, I'm 18, and she's 23. And um, in the past, she's had a history of being very, very sexually active. And she's had STDs from it. And I'm just very, very worried about her. And I'm just kind of wondering, is this, like, genetic, or is it... Mm, well, what, what is... Do you think it's a response to something? Well, because, see, my... Her dad is not my dad. Mm. Her dad died. Mm-hmm. So, That's sad. Yeah. And how old was she? he had a problem with the drug overdose. Oh, okay. Well, He so, did? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what this is about. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no, uh, ho gene. Yeah. It's just, um... This is acting out. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. I mean, so she needs some help dealing with those feelings that are left over from the helplessness and pain of having to deal with a dad that's an addict and then died of that disease. Yeah, I mean, and her- she may be a sexual addict herself. I mean, there's a fifty percent probability that she has addictive genes. Uh huh. And one of the things that that gene causes people to do is act out sexually compulsively sometimes. Oh, okay. So she, she you know, might want to steer her towards the direction of help before she gets into things that uh, permanently alter her life course. What's she do for a living? Um, actually, she has a kid, so mm-hmm. she's kind of at home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just, I just really, you know, Can you talk to your parents, your mom, anyway, about it? Does, excuse me? Can you talk to your mom about it? Um, my mom knows about it, and I've told her about it, and... Talk to her some more about it. Yeah, I... I Does your mom go to Al-Anon or anything like that? No, not mm. really. I mean, I, my mom doesn't really know how to react to it. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. it, it's just... I don't know. It's. I think it's hard on my sister. She kind of uses it as a weapon. <clears throat> sure. So hey, do you say she's uh, has a boyfriend now, though? Um, actually, she's um, getting married. Oh, okay. So I mean, but well, she's, she's just. Is she endangering that relationship? I I I think so. Well, what does she tell you? She tells me everything's going to be fine. And well, why? What do you know then? What, excuse me. Well, how do you know so much? She tells me. I, she tells me, but then I say, you know, I'm worried about you, and then she'll say, well, don't worry about me, but then she goes and does something to mess it up. Yeah, yeah. Because she's now kind of flirting with her fiancé's best friend. Oh, boy. Mm. See, she's sabotaging. You know, my whole thing is I, I you do whatever you want. Go uh, have sex with an otter, for Christ's sake. I don't care. But um, don't have kids and then keep acting out yeah. uh, that way because uh, that's just one more, one more uh, mouth for me to feed one more prison to build.
uh, to keep the kid housed. I mean, uh, you, you can't destroy your kids that way. And uh, partially because I feel sorry for the kids and partially it's selfish. I don't want to live in a society with the, I don't want to get shot by this kid. I don't, uh, I don't want to have to take care of everybody. Am I right, Shane? Yeah, I have to agree with you. You, you have a sister? I have three little sisters. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. What do they think? That uh, wasn't one of them, was it? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Drew, you can get out of here. I can talk to Shane for a second. <laughs> do uh, they know what you do for a living? Uh, one of them. The other two are pretty young. How old are they? Um, let's see, 16, and the other one's going to be 13 soon. Mm -hmm. But uh, surely the 16-year-old She pretty. Must, I uh, think she has a very hip. good idea of what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm very open with her. Uh -huh. Is she all right with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a really neat teenager, actually. She has a really good head on her shoulders. And what, pretty awesome. What's the uh, other one? The how, old's the, uh, how old's the older one? Uh, 24. Mm-hmm. She look like you no, at all? She's 25. I forget. I'm so old now. She look like you? <laughs> Um, people think that either they think we really look alike or they think we don't look alike at all. Okay, that, that doesn't help me she's at all. She's got like... <laughs> That's just I a don't push. Know. No, she's kind of like more... I'm she's like curvy? a stick got figure big ass. and she's like she's more wide. curvy. No, yeah. No, you're... Curvy. Yeah. You know, you're... Is Shane is... Okay, could, a could stick Could you figure. stand up for a second let me look at you just for a minute? Oh, Do you have implants? Of course. I know. Well, because you'd have to because it's like... Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like uh, you're putting apples on a number two pencil or something. I need some implants in my butt. That's Very slender. I, I have no ass either. Uh, we could have a, a super race of humans with no ass. <laughs> Eliminate the ass from the species. We if don't you want and I... to do that. Come okay. On. Okay. Beauty's always good. So. All right. We couldn't be together anyway because of my windbreaking problem. This is correct. All right. We'll go to break. Would that seriously be a deal breaker? My windbreaking. Uh, now that I've been spoiled by my husband, oh yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> I like the fact that you uh, typify him not farting on you as being spoiled by him. Yes, but this now, is true. now it's, you it's know. Nice. Yes, I, it's better. It's you know, it's a move up from the doing it and then having someone you know shove your head underneath the covers and yeah. not let you out. Dutch oven. That's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Seymour did that. Yeah. 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 Well, listen. <laughs> your name's <laughs> Seymour Botts. <laughs> Decorum is not your middle name. All right. See more decorum bots, everybody. We're going to uh, take a little fart break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> Tyra Banks will be in uh, tomorrow night. Shane uh, does Shane's World. She's an uh, adult videographer. She's uh, done a few movies herself. Done a couple of the backdoor movies, uh, Shane. Well, they weren't specifically backdoor movies. Right, but... Happen to have maybe a little backdoor stuff in them. Right. And, you know, Shane's uh, ass, is, uh, Drew, is about as wide as, like, a, a pocket calculator. <laughs> I mean, it's it's about that wide across. There are guys in the industry whose penis is actually wider than the outside of your ass. <laughs> so I, I, don't, uh, I don't know what you had to do to accommodate that. But uh, we, we had an anal sex expert in here, like, a week ago. And um, when we were talking, it's been a real porn fest uh, here. Do you, do you have to do an enema before you do something like that? No, it's not, not considered me. professional courtesy. I don't. Uh, you don't do that. No, it kind of messes things up for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean it like no. I shouldn't say messes thing up. But uh, I just like get more sensitive down uh -huh. there if I do something okay. like that. So well, it's worth a try. Yeah, you know. So. That'll be enough of yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Not into the butt stuff myself, Brian. Yeah. You're thirteen. Yeah. Ever do an anal scene? Oh, God, awful. Brian, what's going on? Okay, well, I was at the park today. You, you were and at the park? The park, right across the street. 
uh-huh. and I was to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And I came back, and um, this girl, my stepbrother knows her. Her friends were there, and her her friend came and offered me a blowjob. How old a person was this? In ninth grade. Okay. About 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, her friend was asking for a blowjob from another friend. You know what I'm saying? No, but no. keep going. Okay, so... Uh, one okay. One friend came up to me. All right, but what what what's your question for us? Forget it, it, all the... Was that I let it down, and I said I didn't want one because mm-hmm. I didn't know her really. Good. And so you know I. So was that like the right thing to do, or yeah, sure. What should I have done? You did the right thing. Don't okay. ask Adam. But... Mm. <laughs> no, I mean he's he's thirteen. The guy had a nice um, uh, nut sweat going after just coming back from the park. I understand that. But, but look, if somebody didn't know it was an right. overwhelming situation, he wasn't prepared. I'm just for saying, this. He's 13. Um, you're going to be uh, 21, still not the recipient of a blowjob, and you're going to be uh, longing to turn back the calendar. Uh, but did the right thing nonetheless. This is correct. Yeah. Well, listen, anytime. It's very smart of him to think of, of that. Sexually, anytime uh, you don't want to do something, it's not really any different than any other thing. You don't feel comfortable with something, you, you don't do it. You don't question yourself. Uh, you know, it's funny. Sex is, is one that does that. I mean, some guy comes up to you on the street and says, hey, you want to buy a watch? And you go, eh, no, I already got a watch. You walk away. You don't go away all day going, I wonder if I should have bought that watch. I guess I should have bought that watch. You know, start talking to people. Sex is the only thing that does that. I mean, this poor uh, Brian is going to lament this uh, for the next uh, five years. You know, his buddies are going to punch him a year from now because they've heard the uh, turn down the BJ story (laughs) one too many times. So the story was you came home and this girl offered it to you, this older woman who was 15. Yeah. And what'd she look like? I mean, she was pretty hot. Really? Yeah. Well, well that's she was a factor. Fine. She was what? She was fine. Uh huh. Well, maybe. Uh, and why did she offer it to you? Well, her friend offered it for her. Oh, I see. So, like, she didn't have to do it. But I know, like, it was. Her good. friend offered it for her, meaning I'll. Her friend said she'll do it in her place, or she offered her oh, services to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. There's girl number one who's hot, right? Yeah. And then there's girl number two who's uh, her friend. Mm-hmm. Who? Her friend offered it for her. Uh-huh. Like For so girl number one. Yeah, because I guess she was embarrassed. Yeah, but they, uh, Brian, they were just yanking your chain. Probably. Probably. They weren't actually going to do totally it. Serious. So it's probably a good thing you turned them down. Well, listen. she's <laughs> Save been, yourself some embarrassment. She may, have been totally, she may have been totally serious, but her friend may not have had any real intention of doing this. Well, I might as well believe, though. He did the right thing. It doesn't harm the land. He made a good, good judgment either yeah. way. That, that is, it, this is on the condition that he gets one somewhere in the next five years. But believe me, if he's 19 and a half and hasn't got one yet, it's gonna it, historically going to look uh, horrible. Do you understand? History will be good to this decision. I don't know. Be, uh, worse than uh, that Hitler going into the uh, Soviet Union in wintertime. Jody. Hi. What's up? Are you there? Yeah. What's going on? Um, um, a few times I've run away from home, and like a while back, like in January, I ran away and I called this guy, and he was like 19 at the time, and you know, we had sex and everything, and then I went... When was this? Huh? When was this? Like back in January. How old were you then? I'm still, I was still 15. Mm-hmm. And he's 19. 
He was 19. He's 20 now. Mm, beautiful. What's and your question? I, and I got spent the night at his friend's house and had sex with his friend, too. Mm. Say uh, on, on another night? Not on the same night. Oh, okay. After he had left. What are your parents doing to you at home? Are they mm -hmm. physically beating you? No. Well, they're going to be doing something. What are they doing to you? Um, I just do it just for, like, some freedom. What mm -hmm. are they doing to you? Nothing. I just, like, want some freedom. And People don't them. run away from you. Have you stayed away from home when you run away? Yeah. How long have you stayed away? Mm, most of like have to be, like, five or six days. Mm -hmm. yeah, people don't just yeah, where off. where's Papa? Uh, in his bedroom. Mm -hmm. Is that your real dad? No. Where is your dad? Where's Papa? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, there you have it. What? Uh, never met him? Nope. Mm. As far as you know, how old were you when he left? Uh, I wasn't even born. Mm. 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 Uh, has stepdad been around for a while? Yeah. How long? Mm. Let me see. Right about. 11, 12 years. How does he treat you? He treats me okay. And mm -hmm. mom? Mom, yeah, she's pretty cool sometimes. You have a lot of fights with her? With both my parents. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. listen, here's the deal, Jody. Um, if, in fact, uh, there's no physical abuse, no emotional or verbal abuse, and things are okay on the home front, as, uh, as you said they were, mm -hmm. th then um, why don't you stop effing up and stay at home? I know. All right, we're well, gonna get yourself killed. I know. All right, and I don't. Pregnant. I don't feel sorry for you. Stay home, would you? Yeah. Stay in school and quit screwing up. These guys are are abusing you. Do you understand that? Actually, I kind of persuade him to do it. They Doesn't are, matter. They're abusing you. Mm. Two guys participating in your abuse. Because you're you're a kid and you're you're scared and you're dumb. So it's uh it's not your fault. You understand? Um, yeah. Okay. So stop screwing up. Stay home, would you? Okay. Please. You're going to get into trouble. That doesn't answer my question, though. What's your question? Okay. The thing is that since I've had sex with him, the only thing I can seem to get is, like, older guys for me. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Are you telling me you've never been struck and no one has ever disciplined you by hitting you? Um, yeah, I've had that. Okay. A long All right. time ago. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, there's no answer to this other than... Don't do it. Stop acting out. Stop doing it. Oh, okay. You're, you're seeking this as in a destructive way. It's not <laughs> going to lead to happiness. It's going to lead to more destruction and more, more pain. Okay. Listen, I'm telling you, Shane, you understand? You have a girl. You got to keep Dad around. Uh, otherwise, she's climbing out the window and uh, hanging out with 19-year-old guys in their vans. I did that. Yeah. When it, Dad is... Dad is like a living chastity belt. And it's not because he protects the girl. It's he takes away the motivation. It's, <laughs> it's not that he's at the door with a shotgun so guys aren't going to be coming around. Oh, my but, dad did that. But you can never... <laughs> your dad was around, though. No, when I got older, he did that. <laughs> well, he came back with a shotgun, but it was too late because you cannot watch someone 24-7. I mean, you got to work for a living, right? I mean... Kids are diabolical. Believe me. They'll head off to school with a smile and a book bag, and uh, they'll, they'll never make it to school. Yeah. They'll be uh, smoking weed uh, down at the reservoir and getting laid uh, right there in the sand. Believe me. I know what these kids do. I used to watch other kids <laughs> getting laid on the sand. I know what went on. So 
this is this the girls need uh, dad around. Otherwise, they all just uh, they all they all spin out of control. Well, unless their dad's an unhealthy dad, then they mm-hmm. don't need them mm-hmm. around. Well, mm-hmm. that's a that's a good point, but um, I think it, that goes without saying. They need a healthy dad who's uh, available. Otherwise, they all turn into prostitutes. And number two, this whole everyone's being raised by a step parent thing. Uh, I can't see this thing working. God bless step parents for trying, but really, the only thing that makes uh, child raising uh, uh, even close to tolerable is that you have to. It's your blood. Otherwise, you got some. I have some, awesome step parents. You got some little puke vomiting on you. Uh, they're getting into trouble. How good are your step parents? I have a stepfather and a stepmother, and uh, my stepfather came. Let's see. Right around junior high, he came into my life. By then, I was already completely screwed up. That's um, right. The stepfather I had before, but he's actually like, (laughs) we don't even know what this guy has to tolerate. How come everyone makes our points for us? It denies (laughs) it and makes our points for us. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I did have a bad one, but then the one, my mom's new husband, he he put me through therapy. You start start out with, you start out with, I have no problem with dad. He's great. No, I said I have a wonderful stepfather. All right, hold on. Very, very originally, though. Shut, uh... Shut Shane's mic for a second, Engineer Mike. I, I have to uh, do a quick Shane recap. Uh, first, uh, listen, Shane, uh, you're in the porn industry, Worth so that. obviously uh, you probably don't have a good relationship no, with your dad. No, you said we have a theory about the relationship with the dad. Right. No, my dad's great. <laughs> is he in your life? Yes, he is. Really? Yeah? You have a relationship with dad? Yes, he's great. Okay. So you knew him when he was growing up? No, he wasn't around. Okay, that's A number one. Uh, B number two, I make the blanket statement. Uh, listen, step parenting's a tough job. I don't think a lot of people are up to it. And I think uh, they can't possibly be as involved as they should be. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you talking about? I have two great step parents. Really? Oh, yes. When did that step parent come around? Oh, junior high. The, uh, actually, the second one came around after I screwed up from the first one. <laughs> Please, everybody, stop arguing with me. I know all and tell all. Right, Drew? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You're my stern but groovy master, Adam. Thank you. It's fabulous. Jennifer Gray. All right, Shane, you all right? Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll be back. She's uh, made an adult movie or two. Shane's World is uh, her thing. Tyra Banks is going to be in here tomorrow. Tyra is a, uh, what you call a, a supermodel there, and uh, she's uh, got herself a book called uh, Tyra's uh, Beauty Inside and Out. And uh, I'm just reading through this thing here. She's, um, uh, let's see, she's dealing with issues of self-esteem and uh, beauty. The same ones that many uh, young women have. I like when they talk about uh, this kind of stuff. Uh, she's one of the most uh, well-known models in the world, continuously breaking new ground in the world of modeling. Sounds like she's a physicist. <laughs> <laughs> there should be some sort of prize for women that break new ground in modeling, shouldn't there, uh, Vidro? I think the, uh, this, uh, the silver uh, C-cup medallion or something. I'm breaking new ground in modeling. This is ridiculous. I like Tyra, and we'll have a fun time with her, uh, I'm sure. But uh, listen, all this crap. She was the first African-American woman to co-host the or co-share the cover of the Sports Illustrated lingerie. Oh, God, kiss my ass, please. You got to do better than that, everybody. She's breaking new ground modeling. Anyway. I'm um, just reading this thing here, and uh, she spent a lot of time worrying about her body type. She was insecure about it. She uh, full of self-doubts, but she feels good about herself now, and she's going to come on the show tomorrow night and uh, tell us all about it. Plus, 
she has a crush on Dr. Drew. And Dr. Drew felt her abdomen last time she was in here. Hey, you want to feel up uh, Shane? I know it's kind of a tradition. No, it's okay. Of course not. Okay. <laughs> Drew, you broke any new ground modeling lately? <laughs> hey, that's hard work. You know, doing heroin and eating grapes and getting paid five grand a day? That's eh, rough work. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm breaking some new wind modeling. Really? Yeah. Nice. Breaking new ground. What contributions do you think she's made to the modeling world, Drew? She, oh, okay. She, she may cancel. Okay. Oh, right, we'll talk to her. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not being... Uh, I don't, you're not, you're I'm, not I'm disparaging not being, her. You're disparaging the publicist. No, it's just that in this whole goddamn modeling thing, everybody, relax already. There's a good-looking women. Walking up and down, get paid a lot of money. That's it. It's not hard work, and there's no ground to break. John. Uh, yeah. Um, about four weeks ago, uh, I met this girl. I mean, I'd known her for like four hours, and I ended up sleeping with her. Well, I got crabs right afterwards. It just figures, you know. Well, ever since then, I've been trying to get rid of them. I mean, I've cleaned my carpet, I've cleaned my sheets, cleaned my bed, uh, cleaned my clothes. I've done everything. I've used the the rid. I've combed my, you know. You know, it's funny when a guy with a uh, southern draw says clean this carpet, everything sounds like some sort of euphemism or uh, vernacular or something. <laughs> I cleaned my carpet. I'm like, okay, uh, went down on your girlfriend. What the hell? Uh, I thought he was talking about cleaning his genital region, didn't uh, you? No. Uh, John, have you used prescription medication? Uh, well, I went to my doctor, and he just told me to use that uh, RID. You, then you need a different shampoo and soap and do it a couple of times. Uh -huh. Get some plain old Quell. Well, can you get that over the counter? Uh, I don't no, know. No, Hold on, Andrew. Know. What's wrong with this country? Here's 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 this country's policy when it comes to medication. Stuff that doesn't really work very good. Yeah, go ahead and buy that. Yeah. Uh, the stuff that's uh, real expensive and uh, that works and that you actually need. Uh, that you got to get in line for. No, what is that? It's, it's, it's because it's, stronger it's, stuff has more. Has more but what more are you doing? Effects. Are you eating the crap? It's crab. Uh, it's crab shampoo for yeah, Christ's sake. Uh, it's, it's a potent poison. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, you know what people are using it over and over again. If I go down to the goddamn Home Depot, I can buy a metric ton of rat poison. Right. And there's no physician there. Okay. I want to rub it on my nuts, I rub it on my nuts. But you need to use Quell or Elamite, okay? Okay. There's cream, soaps, shampoo. you got to get the whole kit going. And then you have to wash all your towels and your bed clothes and do your carpets and all that stuff. All but right. you've got to get it off of you first, and I don't think you've done that. All right? Oh, no. All right. Right. You're like a, 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 a walking uh, tide pool. <laughs> I've never had crabs. Shane, you must have had crabs. I got crabs in high school once. Really? Yeah, and I didn't know what they were. <laughs> so, I have so, no idea. It's ironic that you got crabs before you got into the uh, porn industry. I know. And you didn't get crabs once you were in, huh? No. No. I didn't really, you know, it's not like I've done a lot of scenes or anything, though. Well, I think you've done. You have. Yeah, sure. No, really, I haven't. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I beg to differ. It's relative to Ron Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> not as many as Ron Jeremy. Yeah, no. Ron doesn't even remember what movies he's in. That's the beauty of the, the porn industry. Well, I start rattling off movies that. Ron Jeremy's in, huh? What? No, I didn't see that. Ron, you were in it, you idiot. Hey, I guess we make 1,500 films, though. Now, so uh, we never got the uh, never got the crabs from the porn industry, but you got no. them in high school. Yeah. Okay. You know what I think about the porn industry, Drew? Mm. 
You know how they say, like, uh, actually, race car driving is safer than commuting because of all the safety equipment and precautions that are taken? I think being in porn movers, movies is safer than just going out and having sex with people at bars. Possibly. Okay. Sarah. Drew just acknowledges my statements. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't uh, necessarily not even uh, uh, go either way with him. <laughs> I dare challenge him. Sarah? Yeah? What's happening? Um, I'm 15 years old, and I have a boyfriend. But um, uh, lately, I've been wondering, I've been thinking about girls. And, um, like, I don't know if you'd call me bisexual. You're gay. Most most 15-year-olds have bisexual feelings. So that's just part of being 15. Doesn't mean you're going to mature to be bisexual. Doesn't mean you're going to be gay or heterosexual. It means you're 15 and you're trying to figure things out. All right? Okay. Don't sweat it. Is everything else otherwise okay in your life? No. Is what? That's the problem. I'm get at. What else is wrong? Um, Why are you depressed? <laughs> what? I'm not. You're not? No. You sure? I'm not. Your grades okay? No, I'm not in school. <laughs> what, what happened? You're an accelerated program or something and you're bound for college? I don't know. Drugs. Oh, drugs? Yeah. Okay. But uh, besides uh, being kicked out of school and the drugs, everything fine? Um, uh-huh. Sarah, uh-huh. Sarah, okay. That's not everything Thanks. being fine. That's not everything being fine, Sarah. So, that's not being fine. What'd all. your dad do to you? Um, I don't know him. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Please, everyone get to know their dads. Well, I know. Well, What'd your stepdad do to you? No, my uncle. Your uncle. Nah, what did he do to you? Molest me. Yeah. That's great. You know, uh, dad probably said, uh, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be able to be around to uh, raise my kid. He's uh, talking to his brother. Uh, could you do me a favor, go over there and molest her uh, every once in a while? I'm going to be pretty busy driving a truck. Oh. I hate this country of ours. That uh, that impulse of um, of uncle, uh, y- your brother feeling up your kid is the most bizarre and, and frightening and repugnant uh, thing I can think of. I, you know, I have a what sister. About a father doing it to their child. It, that's just that is the that is mind boggling. That is mind boggling. But there's, I mean, see, there's kind of a name for that. I, you know what I mean? That's like incest. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about? You mean it's been reported? I just mean, mean when dad feels up his daughter, as sick and as foul as that is, it's almost like a condition. Oh, that's, uh, that's incest. Or, I, I've heard of that. The brother is like a step removed. And I, I know this sounds like it's a more r- r- retarded more, logic, yeah. but it's even weirder to me that, you know, like, like that I go up and feel... Because he's violating all the other relationships, too. Yeah, that I, 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 my sister has a kid, and I think it's it's fouler and weirder for me to go touch her kid than it would be to touch my own kid, yeah. as, as foul as that would be yeah, as well. I can see, I can say that. I mean, it's your brother's coming over to feel up your kid. It's And by the way, feeling up, when she says she was molested, she probably doesn't mean just feeling no. up. She means being having sex with the guy. Okay. So, oh boy. So what do you do? Get help. You, you got to get help. This is a, this is Please a- get help. And don't feel like you're by yourself because it happens to a large percentage. Forty percent of American teens report some form of abuse by the time they're sixteen. And those are the ones that report it. Hmm. Oh, thank God my Lotsy's not here to see this. Living in this kind of world, molestation, rape, incest. 
Oh, uh, by the way, I'm not a religious man, but you know when somebody dies, um, people say uh, the Lord had like some work, uh, had a plan. Does that go for animals too? Sure. <laughs> the dog, lo- uh, the Lord lost a tennis ball or something, and uh, <laughs> needed my dog to go find it in the ivy. Or do you think that's true? Sure. All right, I feel better. It's got a plan, like uh, <laughs> God's got a sled team. Or something? Maybe yeah. he was such so, a rad dog that God wants to bring him back, like, as a human now. I hope that right. he's running a concentration camp. He's going to get guys like our last caller's <laughs> uncle. And Lotsy will be there guarding the, oh, the gates. Oh, that's okay? my dream tonight. Uh, Lotsy spends eternity like uh, one of those Hogan's Heroes watchdogs uh, just uh, mauling uh, molesters. All right. Well, that's all right. Because at my house, he was just chewing slippers and crapping. We'll be back. There's not enough money in the world. Oh, baby. I love him to death. He's Don't a nice guy. That. but He's a hero of mine. Oh, come on. I'm just not, you know, that's a, I, I didn't really do a lot of scenes with the men in this industry. Mm-hmm. They never got around to Ron. I'm sexually attracted to Ron. I, I get along with him. Peter North. Nice guy. Mark I had the, to do a scene yeah, with Peter North. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The decorator. <laughs> I'd say this man has a gag penis, Drew. I swear <laughs> to God. Anne, have you ever seen a Peter North? I mean, it is like somebody, uh, someone took a, uh, a, a, a five-pound ball of white yarn, um, put a hole in his back, and strung it out as urethra. You know, like those old uh, mustard gag containers where you'd squeeze the mustard, the plastic, and the, and the yellow yarn would go flying out? It's like that, but I mean, it just keeps going. It just, am, am I right? Yeah, he takes like a different, he takes like different vitamins to make that happen. It's true. I've never seen anything yeah, but, like but it. Yeah, but this can't just be vitamins. I mean, this is some sort of gift. I mean, this is a calling. Do you understand? Could be. Well, no, I mean, but he does take vitamins and he won't give up his secrets. So oh, but I please, to think no, Drew, uh, please, please, it. you could, um, you you could, you could break into the Herbalife building and consume the, the entire, uh, second yeah, floor, entire, and you wouldn't be able to come up with warehouse that. Warehouse wouldn't do it. I mean, uh, Drew, you would watch this. You'd say this is trick photography. A- am I right? Yeah. We got to go, Adam. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, I'm done talking about porn. Shane, uh, Shane's world. Go get that. Fantastic. Oh, that's uh, Drew peeling out for the parking lot. That's what it sounds like when Drew leaves every night. And I've noticed the front air dam, your brand new car's already got a scuff in it. It does? Yeah, go look at it. Yeah, the front. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, The uh, fabulous uh, supermodel Tyra Banks will be in here tomorrow to uh, uh, Professor Love for Dr. Drew. And until next time, it's Adam Kroll for Dr. Drew saying mahalo.